0: I'm going to start off um, just getting straight into the show now and get some reaction uh, to energy analyst and Nchabileng around what the minister had to say there. Adele, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. and Nchabileng is the president of Transform RSA and an independent energy expert. What do you make of the explanation there that has been given by the minister?
1: No, I think the minister downplayed the severity of the problem because uh, you can't say you're sitting at 16,000 megawatts of unplanned uh, capacity loss, right? And then you still say, no, this is within acceptable ranges. This has been a problem. Eskom's been sitting on a 16,000 of a permanent outage for the last several years. And that tells you that there is no budget. Related towards breakdowns because that is classified under breakdowns, it's not part of maintenance, it's not part of a scheduled program where they are coming back to sort out that problem. So, the 16,000 is the biggest problem and has not been solved. And and, and then they are still downplaying the crisis that we are faced with because if they had just recovered 6,000 of that 16,000, there's no load shedding. 10,000 10, they can still run and play with and then run around with the current reserves. They are talking about the current demo reserve too as well as the other stations that are coming back online. But the fundamentals is, we are sitting with a broken system because there is no dedication of resources, which is particularly money and human resources, which is capabilities to go and fix this 16,000 megawatts of outages that are, have been sitting. And this plans have been indicating throughout all the reports. This is not something that is thumbs up. And that is why they are acknowledging it, that there is a 16,000 crisis. And that 16,000 is not planned under maintenance needs to be budgeted and planned properly. I remember even um,
0: last time during the time of um, Andre de Reiter, the question that listeners used to come up a lot with is that how do we jump all of a sudden like from a stage four load shedding um, to a stage six load shedding in this particular case, and how do we have um, outages, unplanned outages, like all at once? What happens with that coincidence?
1: Look, the unplanned outages is as, as the, 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 the units, as they break down, they get added up onto the breakdowns of units. So what then happens is the number goes higher because they don't fix the units that are, are broken down. And they leave them idle, broken down for a longer period, unattended to, because they have a scheduled maintenance. In the scheduled maintenance, they said we are going to be focusing on a weekly or monthly basis, a 3,000 to what you call it, between 3,000 to 7,000 megawatts of planned maintenance that they do across the whole S complete. The ones that don't fall within that category, they just completely neglect them. They leave them, they leave them idling out there. They say no, they are still under a schedule process where we need to get this and that. But the 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 point of the matter is there is no money to address that 16,000 megawatts problem because it requires money, and there is no budget for it. So they just leave it out and they don't do anything about it. Okay, is there
0: any possibility, do you think, um, of us going down to a lower um, stage of load chilling I know they say uh, until Monday at least five a.m. we will be on stage yeah. six, but then also considering that today is a Friday and we expect that demand will go down.
1: Look, there will be uh, next week. There will be a reduction in terms of the price on the system because what's going to happen is they are going to go back and and then utilize diesel as a stopgap. And not only that, some of the reserves would have already been coming back into line, which is the pumped hydro storage and will be available. And on top of it, we still have uh, what you call a kubek that is performing quite exceptionally. Kosile is coming in, in terms of smaller units and at a time. So there will be a reprieve, but this is not permanent until and unless they tackle that 16,000 megawatts as the biggest problem. Nothing is going to move us out of the load shedding needle that we are currently sitting within and are experiencing as a country, you know. So as, as I said, you don't need, you don't need to be a, a rocket scientist. Just go and tackle. The minister should say, listen, we put aside resources and time and people, money to sort out the 6,000 out of the 16,000 so that we have a comfort space where there is no load shedding and they can fix ESCOM at their own pace and time.
0: Um, so earlier on, the uh, chairperson of the board, um, Mr. Nyati, was on Sakina's show. And Sakina asked him about um, the amount of diesel that has been used so far in monetary terms. And he says about $15 billion, um, has been spent so far. Um, and the budget that yep. they have is around $30 billion. Um, So meaning that half yep. of that budget has already gone. Um, do you think that yeah. we can still dip into that um, little honey jar?
1: No, there's no way. Remember the priority is diesel because somebody else is making a shitload of money out Apologize of the diesel that's that uh, that excuse apologies me for my French. <laughs> yeah, my apologies. You know, and, and somebody's making a killing out of it as a result. So the the priority is not to make sure that they can shift the fifty thousand the fifty billion and move it over towards maintenance. The priority is ban as much diesel as possible, forget about the units that requires repairs as well as fixing. In the meantime, run the emergency as well as rely on the reserves and fix whatever is currently within this threshold of maintenance. So somebody is actually hood South Africans. They are actually spending more money. You know, you know, if I could just give you an understanding to ban diesel, you're, you're creating electricity at almost ten rand a kilowatt hour. We are only paying two rents as consumers, but ESCOM is banning ten rand a kilowatt hour just to keep up a stop gap with regards to producing electricity out of the diesel so who who is fully moved? at the end of the day we pay for all of these things because it gets passed over to the consumer and the consumer has to absorb the bad and through losses and all sorts of other areas at escom so it's quite unfair that when problems are highlighted instead of the minister coming forward and saying guys we know that there are issues this sixteen thousand, we are coming up with a plan I wrote an article on Wednesday, they are reacting to the article that I put out on Wednesday to say there is a crisis and they are not addressing it and they are not talking about it. Instead of coming together, in the article I gave an example to say they should sit down together in that sitting, Treasury, the Department of uh, Public Enterprise, Minister of uh, Minerals and Energy as well as Electricity. In there they must agree on a plan as as ESCOM to say in ESCOM we need to give them money which is capital which is even if it's 50 billion, take this 50 billion, go sort out the 16,000 megawatts crisis and then p- give us results of mm-hmm. those problems resolved. That's what is needed. So far, there's no such talks.
0: Adele and Chabileng, thank you so much for your time. The president of a Transform RSA and also an independent energy um, expert. As you heard there, the minister said that two priorities, replenish the reserves and also accelerate the return of the units that have gone out.